Indeed. Indeed. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. Indeed. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. Indeedly. Indeed. 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 Sunset high. Does the sunset high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Indeed. Hey, are you happy? Indubitably. If you're not, then why? If you're not, then why? We're here to help your life be happy. Indeed. What's up, Happy Lifers? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Uh, this is Stevo. This is Tony. I mean, I should say this is Stevo. Indeed. And Tony, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Where can we stop saying that now? Because it's the day after. Sounds like the apocalypse or something. Happy day after. You don't say indeed the day after Easter. <laughs> no, you only say indeed on Easter. Right. Indeed. Indeed. Well, you probably could say it on Good Friday, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe the holiday <laughs> season, maybe, maybe. But we won't say it until we go to that Easter service at a church and say, He is risen. And then everyone says, of course, Indeed. He is risen indeed. <laughs> Happy life where it's kind of funny because uh, um, Tony used to talk all the time. He hates that word indeed because the only time we use it in our English language, he used to say to me anyway, it was right after he said this to me. We never use that at all in the English language except for Easter. And then I see the very next week, indeed, a new company comes out called indeed. <laughs> so I, I sent you the link, Tony. When the... <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> they must have came up with that company right at Easter. <laughs> they they probably did, you know. <laughs> so yeah. so it's just kind of funny to me that we always use that word indeed, but it actually tends to bother me a little bit. And I've had to do a lot of thinking, Tony, on why that bothers me. Why does it bother you so much that they use the word indeed? Um, I just think it's the, uh, it's the whole concept of Christianese, I think, that really bothers me. And that yeah. we have a special right. language for right. the church. And to me, after I've done a lot of thinking on it, um, to me, it's like a private joke, you know, a personal joke where there's a whole bunch of people or, or more than two people around, but the two people only, they know yep. what's going on. They're winking at each other. They're laughing with the giggling at each other. They're, you know, kind of giving them the, the, the little glance across the room, like, and they, they know a private joke that nobody else does. And I think that's what Christianese does. The only way we understand Christianese is if we grew up in that situation. And, and I also, it, it bothers me that, that we make talking to God, we make hanging out with God, we make this thing that God started as a friendship. You know, here's this, this quote I heard once that said, you know, this thing started in Jerusalem as a friendship, went to Greece, became uh, philosophy, went to Rome, became an institution, went to America and became enterprise or big business. And I, you know, um, that feels, that that's what we do. We, we tend to make it spooky and and weird and <laughs> and hearing God's voice. And yet God just wanted a simple friendship with us. But there's red tape that people have to get through to get to God on the other side. And that just bothers me. I feel like in a lot of ways, religion has hindered people from meeting God and who he is. I think that's truly a fact. I I think the opposite of love is 
to not let somebody in or not let somebody understand or not let somebody be part. And it, to me, it's a, it, it's really at its most basic form of source of control of who gets in and who doesn't. And I think, you know, after you asked me that question just a few minutes ago, I think maybe what really bothers me is because I work with people with disabilities on a regular basis and I know that they experience being outside of culture and outside of value and outside of our typical norms as human beings because they often don't understand uh, words or language or certain things. And um, for us, you know, our most basic form of showing love at our camps for people with disabilities and the different programs that we have is to speak their language, to to get into a place where we're using basic concrete words and that's the first level the first line of acceptance and love yeah we come down to their level and isn't that the story of easter you know we sing a song in church all the time they've it's been around forever but he came from heaven to earth I mean, Jesus didn't come down all the way from heaven and stop in the stratosphere or stop 100 feet above us and say, now you jump the rest. I've come far enough. I mean, he came all the way down to our level. That's the point of Easter. That's the point of him dying and rising again. There's a lot of people that have a problem with Christianity, and we don't help it when we walk around saying indeed all the time. Right. You know, I mean, it just... Did you see ever see any of that from The View where I don't even know her name. I don't watch the show, but... Um, you know, they were making fun of Mike Pence because Mike Pence said right. that he talks to God regularly and then they kind of misunderstood him. The one said that he was like mentally unstable or mentally right. or something like that. Are you familiar with that? Right. Yeah. I am. Yeah. yeah. And I, this, it's kind of my, my point. I mean, they came back and apologized later and everything. And but I was watching a, an interview with Kerry Walsh Jennings, the Sand Beach Volleyball Olympian from America that's won like three gold medals and one bronze medal in the last Summer Olympics. And, uh, you know, she talked about the day of to go to go win a gold medal was that that day. And she was just super anxious, really nervous. And uh, she's got a book of quotes and she opened up her book of quotes. She closed her eyes, just opened up her book of quotes and just put her finger down and says, whatever quote my finger lands on, that's a quote I'm taking with me. And uh, when she opened her eyes, her finger was on a quote from her grandma and the quote said, let's put this puppy to bed. In other words, that always meant to them, let's finish this thing off right. And she said, I almost cry talking about it, but isn't that super cool? And, and you know, that, that God would show up something like that. I can't remember exactly how she ordered it, but that's really what it's like. But we've made talking to God sound like some pull out the straight jacket. I mean, you know, I mean, it's become such a weird, and I feel like we've done that with Christianity too. I feel like we've, we've made this thing some super spooky thing. And all God wanted when he made Adam and Eve was just to walk in the garden of their life with them and hang out with them. I agree with you a hundred percent. I constantly hear God is pushed out of schools and God is not allowed here, but in reality, there's many ways we have pushed ourselves aside point. under the kind of the guise of that, you know, we're supposed to be different, but I just, I can't understand that concept. I don't see how that invites people in. I don't see how that's loving. I agree. It's like our, it's like our own little language that we put together, our own, you know, pig Latin or Ebonics or whatever. And then we wonder why they don't want to get involved, but we do something that doesn't fit in with everyday culture. And I think, I think that's why he made it very clear in the Bible when he says, you are in the world, but you are not of it. He's trying to say you are in the world. 
You're, you're in the world. There's a reason you're in the world. Being not of it doesn't mean that we have to turn into some weird uh, secondary, you know, different type of human. The common person loved Jesus. You know, of course, the Pharisees got the crowd to turn against him because the Pharisees had all that influence and people were afraid of the Pharisees and and uh, they were very good at manipulating and all that type stuff because that's what religion had become about, you know, control and all that back then. That's why Jesus showed up to fix it in the first place. Right. But I think the common person loved them because he yeah. spoke their language. The reality for me sometimes is just Christianese is more or less a very Old Testament kind of way of thinking in that kind of you know, exclusivity that religion brought in the Old Testament and that only certain people were in God's presence and only certain people read the scripture and it it, it just makes it unattainable. Um, I remember maybe 12, 13 years ago uh, with some friends, I went down to the translation center in Florida for, um, what's the name of the organization that does Bible translations around the world? Um, Wycliffe? Yeah. Like 10, 12 years ago, I went down to Wycliffe to talk to them uh, about translating a Bible into the language of intellectual and developmental disability. Really? Um, you went and, and did that? Uh, That's cool. Right, yeah. And we had two different separate meetings with them and just talking about that there's a subculture that exists and they have a language that's much simpler than any translations that are out there and most of that is you know not understandable to them but the thing i remember about that trip more than anything i remember walking into the main lobby and there was a giant poster and there was a little boy's picture from you know some other country and the words underneath was why doesn't god speak my language wow and like i i don't know if i've ever been hit so hard by anything and that changed the way i thought of what we do as uh, people are trying to present God's love to people with disabilities that we better come up with a way wow. and a language that everybody understands. Um, to me, that was a pretty powerful moment. Wow. The whole concept for me then of, you know, the word indeed being bothersome is that because it's just, it's another word that tends to push people away. And uh, I don't like that. And I mean, I come up with 10,000 you know, Christianese. Christianese. It's kind of like a made-up language only Christians speak and understand. Sayings or words that we use, you know, if we've grown up in a church, we all know what those are. And there's a crazy lot of them if you sit in church and just begin to listen. I'm blessed. I've just been lifting him up every day this week. I've been working on my testimony. And Lord, we just pray for Paul as he's backsliding right now. Amen. I'll be honest, there's, I mean, I've been a Christian for almost 50 years of my life, and there's still a lot of things we say in church that I still don't understand. Bless his heart. It was a total God thing. I just wasn't seeing much fruit. Yeah, but in moderation. God has a call on my life. I just pray you'd give him traveling mercies. God's calling me. Is that secular music? I couldn't give a definition to some of the things we say. I don't know why we say them. We pray that you would build a hedge of protection around us. I don't know where they come from. Are you saved? They don't make any sense to me. I've been washed in the blood. It doesn't matter what church you go to, you hear them. Right? Let's invite some dudes over and fellowship tonight. My kind of litmus test, so to speak, or however you want to word it, is if you don't do it in everyday life, then don't do it, so to speak, when it comes to God. I mean, if it doesn't make sense in the everyday life, if we have to morph into somebody to hang out with somebody, then what kind of friend is that? Most of us learn this scripture. It's one of the first scriptures we learn when we, when we start attending a church. You know, trust God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. 
acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. It didn't say in some of your ways. It says in all of your ways. Mm-hmm. And to acknowledge simply means to admit that they're there, to include them into what you're doing. The the one translation says, listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go, and he'll keep you on track. And so we tend to acknowledge God when we have certain moments in life, when we go to church or we're having a personal devotion, you know. It's got to fit into everyday life. That's why Jesus came down to earth. He didn't keep the religion going. He's like, Pharisees, Sadducees, leaders, you have this wrong. Let me show you how it's done. Then he showed up to earth, grabbed 12 friends, became best friends. They just lived with each other, just hung out with each other. When God made Adam and Eve, the first time, the first time he came to earth was with Adam and Eve. The second time he came to earth was with the disciples, just 12 guys that weren't disciples then. They were just regular guys. In fact, there are probably, when you study them, I would consider them probably bottom of the food chain many people would consider them that. And the first time he came to earth, it was just Adam and Eve. And he didn't set up a, a meeting place for them in the middle of the garden. And he didn't set up a meeting time for them in the middle of the garden. He just showed up and they would walk through the garden. They would walk through life and they would talk. And that's how God wants it to be. So when we make this Christianity thing about about indeed and about a different language that, that feels like a, you know, a personal personal joke that we have going with somebody. Um, I'm not saying that we think that our relationship with God is a joke. I'm saying that when you're with somebody and they know a joke that only other one other person knows, you feel left out. And I think in a lot of ways, you know, we complain about separation of church and state, but we're separating ourselves. Like you said earlier, we're separating ourselves and we're pointing the finger at other people and say, well, you separate us. No, we do that ourselves with our actions, with our language, with our attitudes. And I think it's time to just include God acknowledge him in all our ways and uh, then he will direct our paths but if we only acknowledge him in certain ways he can't direct our paths because he can only talk here and there and i think god just wants to hang out with us in the garden of our life indeed indeed Yeah. <laughs>